Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. My esteemed guest here today is my friend, David Sterling. David is a business leader, an entrepreneur, um, a thought leader, really a visionary in, in the field of business and leadership. Um... That's the short version. I know there's a lot more to it. Welcome to the show, David. It's a pleasure to be here, Dr. Paul, and a pleasure to see you again. Uh, we go back a long ways, some 27, 28 years maybe, but yes. very little interaction over the years, so it's, uh, it's certainly my pleasure to meet up again and, and, uh, and, and see you again and, and participate with you. Well, it's my pleasure as well. In fact, I'll share with the listeners, I've been hunting you down for a few years. And, and like you said, we go way back. We used to work at the same place um, together with our current spouses. That's right. Uh, That's right. It was right at the beginning of, of two young families. Uh, and there were others, too. We have other associates that we've still kept some contact those, with. Those were early days. In fact, yeah. uh, back then, I think I was barely married, had no children, uh, I'm sure, back then. And uh, yes. today I have nine children, so uh, a lot has Covered has some ground <laughs> since then. Exactly. Yeah. In fact, when uh, I, I was speaking at an event, I can't remember when this was. It was probably... I don't know, five or six years ago. And uh, this event uh, had a lot of leaders there from a company called doTERRA. Hmm. I think you're familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and, little. And as I was uh, speaking at this event, I found out that, that the founder of this company was a guy by the name of David Sterling. And I thought, well, that's weird. I know a David Sterling. <laughs> and I got looking into it, and it's the same guy. And we hadn't talked or interacted oh. for years uh, between those times. And then since then, I've run into you in several different occasions, usually out in the community or at family events and things like that. Um, and you've got a little bit of a story that brought you into the doTERRA world. Uh, share with us a little bit of that story, who sure. you are and what you're up to. Sure. Uh, it's It's... A little bit long story, so I'll I'll give you the the shorter the short version, version of it here. That'll but, be great. Uh, I came out with my undergrad in in business, but ended up in the technology world for some quite a long time, actually working mm-hmm. for large technology uh, producing companies, and uh, um, but um, was introduced to essential oils um, about oh probably. Uh, probably about 14, 12, 14 years ago now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it certainly wasn't raised with any sort of uh, alternative or complementary sorts of medicine. And so I would have to say, you know, my mind wasn't really that open to it at the time. 
Um, mm. I actually was uh, with a company as their as their chief information officer, so I was still focused on the technology side. Mm-hmm. But as I learned about the essential oils and their power and, and, and uh, just how effective they could be uh, with a, a lot of different health issues, uh, uh, you know, that just kind of stuck with me in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. Later on, the opportunity came uh, to start doTERRA, and, and, uh, and the, the two worlds kind of came together. It was one of those things, um, doTERRA didn't start out with any big splash, it didn't start out with with uh, you know a, a, a thousand people coming to it or anything like that, it was simply uh, friends and neighbors and, uh, mm-hmm. and a lot of education and teaching, and that's kind of what we did. Is we just went, and we taught and educated and taught and educated, and mm-hmm. and uh, and then the the products kind of did a lot of the heavy lifting, you know, outside of that, so to speak. So it, it's been quite a a, a journey that's led mm-hmm. up to that. It wasn't something that that I intended to do. Um, I was, uh, I've spent most of my career managing other companies, uh, you know, for other people. And so uh, starting this up, you know, wasn't necessarily on the radar initially, but it mm-hmm. it felt like the right thing to do at the time. And, uh, and that's why we jumped in. So you didn't launch into this thinking, okay, I am going to go out and design a multinational, worldwide, powerhouse uh, around healing and and natural remedies and that wasn't your idea no you're a computer guy yeah, yeah I was and uh, however I, I, I'd have to say I was always had a little bit of that entrepreneurial thing going that I always had a business going mm-hmm. on the side whether in the early days in college it was doing cars mm-hmm. and uh, and you know fixing them selling cars to then, then computer systems in the early days, building systems and so forth. Back before Compaq or Dell came along, and mm-hmm. and there, there was always some kind of a business that was operating on the side. And so I guess maybe that little bug has always has always been there to one degree or another. Yeah. But um, you know, we started off with with DoTerra. I. I, I have uh, I have six other partners also as well in DoTerra, and uh, when we started off, it was it was I, my feeling was is that something was going to develop and mm-hmm. and there was significance behind this and didn't really know you know perhaps what that might end up being but I, I thought it would grow however it's exceeded my expectations and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, maybe it was a little bit of timing. Um, people were looking for some natural sorts of uh, alternatives and remedies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I, I think uh, there's been a number of reasons that doTERRA has grown quickly. No doubt the products have been a big part of that. But I think a lot of it has perhaps come from a focus on, you know, very prin- principle-centered focus and, and on building people as well along the way. Mm-hmm. And we've attracted just fantastic people. Right. You've mentioned a couple of things already that caught my attention. You said something about a feeling. Now, this is interesting. I, I teach in my trainings that emotions are a very key part of our decision-making process. And in fact, I, was, I think it was a group of, of technology people, IT people, uh, where I said something along the lines of every decision that you make is an emotional decision. And this guy in the front, he's, you know, folding his arms and looking at me like, you're full of it, Doc. 
And it, and it was challenging me on that. And he says, I, he said, I make my decisions based on data. And I asked him, so how do you know when you've got all the data? And he said, well, I feel that, okay, yeah, yeah. there you go. Well, you know, I can, I can tell you from, from experience, uh, um, looking back at the day, even though I was working in the realm of technology and, and in the early days as an engineer myself and then later on managing other people, um, the companies that I worked for, um, you know, and, and if I named them by name, you would absolutely, your listeners would absolutely recognize them. Mm -hmm. They dominated in their space for many years. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but part of the reason that they dominated was because of, even though they were technology companies and their product was technology and they were largely, you know, employees were largely engineers, mm -hmm. um, they maintained that competitive advantage um, through the creativity that came from their employees. The people. When the people were happy and these companies were extremely good at doing that thing, mm -hmm. at making people feel like they were a part of something big and making them feel like they mm -hmm. were real contributors, the, the exponential returns you get will hold competitor, competitors off that are, that in some cases, multiple times your size. And no matter how much money they spend, how much data they want to quantify, they cannot compete with you. I've watched that happen right. a number of things. And so, you know, in, in preparing for a doTERRA, uh, certainly, uh, you know, I, I, I look back and um, so many things I've learned watching other companies, why certain companies were successful, why, why they rose head and shoulders above the competition, why mm -hmm. they stayed ahead of the competition for a significant amount of time. And, uh, and, and in the end, why they ultimately lost that edge and began mm -hmm. to fail. And in every case, it comes down to hearts and minds of people. If you have the hearts oh, yeah. and minds of the people, uh, you will have a competitive advantage that, that will be very difficult for anyone to touch. If you do not have that, then you're just in there elbowing it out with everybody else. And uh, you have to depend mm -hmm. on a lot of other things like luck, which I don't particularly like so you're not a big believer um, in luck not a big believer in luck I, I'm a believer and there's all kinds of definitions that have been put on luck but uh, but it is you know a little bit of when a preparation meets an mm -hmm. opportunity and and uh, but preparation 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 is key and focusing on the people the hearts and minds yeah. of the people so you had a feeling you had I, I think of this sometimes, David, as the, the natural knowing that there is something built into us as human beings that steers us or guides us. And some people take a spiritual approach to this and feel like it's, it's a divine kind of a guidance. Even people who don't believe in that, I think, have a sense that there's a natural way that we have to know things and to know that we're going in the right direction. I would agree completely. You know, I, I run into a lot of people around the world and, and, and I'll, hear, I'll hear that defined in many different ways. Now, mm -hmm. my, my personal feelings I would probably define as, as being faith-based um, to a degree. Right. But That's I hear, pretty common, actually. I, I hear many people, though, define them as, 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 as they're, you know, a living force that's out there. And so, you mm -hmm. know, whatever you want to call it, um, 
I learned a long time ago that I, I, for me personally, I pay a lot of attention to those feelings. And, uh, and if they're strong enough, um, I, I try to respond and, 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 and try to mm-hmm. actively be obedient to those sorts of feelings in, in that direction. And I've found that doing so will almost always have you going down the right path. Could you share with our listeners, just at least in summary form, where, where doTERRA is now? Where is doTERRA now? Well, it's, it's a large company. Um, you know, we don't, we don't publish our numbers, uh, you know, or anything like that because we're a privately held company, but mm-hmm. it is common. It's pretty common knowledge that, you know, that we, we surpassed uh, um, that billion-dollar mark last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the the business is large in the United States, but it's growing internationally, mm-hmm. um, you know, fast, quickly now. It's growing internationally the same way it grew in the states, in that we we start out very slow. It's not with a big splash because it's simply education. It takes a good couple of years, two three years, to build an educated base of people that have knowledge of how to use the products, and then mm-hmm. from there um, the retention is so high. Um, that, that you just the, the scale the growth scale starts to, to turn almost vertical mm-hmm. and uh, and that's that's kind of been our model with time. Our culture is extremely important to us. We will not mm-hmm. sacrifice culture for growth in any mm-hmm. place and so sometimes that can be just a little bit of a challenge uh, but we will purposely mm-hmm. keep feet on the brakes at times if necessary to make sure that we have the right culture implemented. And, and when I talk about culture, you know, there, there's probably a number of things you could define that with. But we have a culture that is built around people. We have a culture that's built around healing. It isn't just healing physically. It's healing sometimes uh, emotionally, sometimes financially. Well, you know, I'm a shrink, so that's important. That's right. Sometimes even spiritually, you know, uh, yeah. you know types of healing. And so... I, I actually gained probably the greatest satisfaction out of watching people grow and become what they never saw themselves becoming. I see that mm. hundreds, if not thousands, of times in my business, watching people go from 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 having a a, a low self confidence and maybe self image to to becoming influencers uh, of hundreds and even thousands of people. And, and becoming really good, having skills, gaining skills, ability, confidence. Uh, that's fantastic to watch. I, I love, love seeing that. The principles that you're alluding to here and starting to introduce, I love the way that you cued that up. As we come back from this first break, let's dig into what some of those principles are and just be very explicit about those. That's not good to you. Awesome, folks. We'll be right back. This is David Sterling at Live On Purpose Radio. that I'm excited about positive psychology finally there is an app that is available to help you feed your happy my friend Scott Wilhite developed this app Scott tell us about it well uh, it's called feed your happy it's like seven habits meets the Fitbit 
where you get mm, mental training it. on seven core skills to happiness and you get the tracking ability too so that you can chart. Anything you chart improves faster. If you like apps, if you like games, if you like happy, this is it. Feed Your Happy, it's available now in the App Store. Faith is the strength by which a shattered world shall emerge into the light. Helen Keller And we're back. Folks, we always have uh, fun conversations during the break. And uh, if you were a fly on the wall, you'd have heard me and David talking about success. And what it is, just before the break, David, as, as we were talking about this company and where it's come from, um, there are principles that have supported what you've been able to observe as business success, financial success, um, however the world measures that. Really, at the bottom line for our success is a little concept that I label as the feeling. Uh, I talk about this in my book. How can you tell if you're successful? If you have the feeling. And we call it happiness, joy, prosperity, whatever we call it. It's a feeling that we all know and recognize. And when we have it, we know that we're successful. Well, I, I couldn't agree more. You know, it's uh, it, money certainly isn't going to necessarily bring that feeling. Uh, you know, I suppose it's, it's, it has a lot to do with what you do with it. But, mm -hmm. uh, but that that feeling of happiness, of joy, of of, of satisfaction, and uh, you know, those are going to come from other things uh, for sure. Primarily from people, from your family from other relationships. Um, you start to gauge your success based on different things as you get older. No doubt about that. Yeah. It, can I ask you something specific about that? Because I've postulated about this. Uh, here you are uh, in the corner office of one of the most successful companies, and you've learned a lot in that journey you said something about how money doesn't bring the happiness. I've postulated, and I think the research supports this, that it's the other way around. That maybe happiness brings the money. What, what's your thought about that? Well, it's, uh, you know, I, I guess you could say that's, uh, that's, that's kind of a positive thinking approach is... Oh, what a is, surprise! Is yeah, it's gonna it's <laughs> gonna bring uh, it's gonna bring that uh, the money and the, you know, you know, financial success. Uh, you know, it's uh, it is it is a sense of of prosperity. Um, mm. You know, I was happy before DoTerra, and uh, you know, took a lot of happiness, uh, you know, and fulfillment from my family and 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 other friends and relationships and. And, uh, and, and money isn't going to change that much other than that it, it, it can increase it. Money is a, is a fascinating thing in that it's, it, it will amplify a person's strengths or weaknesses. Yes. And I think many people have observed this. Some people will self-destruct when they get a lot of money. Others, 
will will perhaps uh, the good things about them will become amplified, and they'll be able to do more and more good mm-hmm. in the world. Um, but it will definitely pull out who a person really is at their core. Money will will have a tendency to do that. Um, one of the concerns that I certainly had as doTERRA began to become successful, uh, my partners and I talked about that quite a bit, mm-hmm. and and not wanting to see any one of us experience anything from a destructive sort of a nature. And I'm proud to say that uh, they're, they're all well-grounded. Money is not why they do what they do. And and Good. so it's 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 made it so families are strong and maybe just stronger now uh, going forward. Mm-hmm. I'll have to share with you, uh, you know, doTERRA has interesting uh, uh, beginnings, one of which is myself and the other partners leveraged Everything that we had owned uh, from property, homes, to uh, cashing out 401ks, retirements, all things which went against everything I believed, okay, mm-hmm. from a financial, you know, principle standpoint. And we did that because of a feeling. And then we went a right. full over a year without any pay at all. Those were tough times, uh, you know, and, and a lot of people would say that was, that was rather reckless, and, and perhaps hmm. if somebody asked me if they should do that, I would probably tell them it was reckless. <laughs> and, uh, you know, unless they had such an overpowering feeling. Unless that it the was feeling is yeah. that, right. You, you got to kind of go with those a little bit, you know. But, uh, but anyway, as far as happiness, uh, uh, you know, happiness is, is a state of mind. Um, it's, it, it comes from, uh, I think, a person's choices has a lot to do with it. Um, they ch- not only just choosing to be happy, but choosing to do things that make a person happy. And then, of course, reaching out and serving others. There's probably nothing that's going to uh, you know, help a person be happier than something like that. When you were talking about um, some of the history prior to the break, a thought came to my mind. I think it was Howard Schultz, who was a business leader, started Starbucks, um, which is a brand a lot of people are familiar with. And he was quoted as saying something along these lines. We're not in the coffee business serving people. We're in the people business serving coffee. And, That's a great quote. And I had a similar thought as you were talking about these essential oils. It's a product. It's uh, doTERRA means gift of the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, our earth is, is so full and abundant with these rich gifts and in, in, in this company, it's not about essential oils necessarily. Well, if you asked, if you asked myself and my partners that question, you'd probably hear statements along the lines of, uh, we didn't invent essential oils. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, you know, we, we feel as much like stewards, you know, having a stewardship, if you will, of, of these essential oils and bringing them out to the world, educating uh, on their use, um, mm-hmm. substantiating and validating them according to, you know, Western allopathic medicine standards as much as possible. And, and uh, you know, and doing it in such a way that people will, will understand and doubtful people like me will, will want to try and, and then enjoy the benefits of those things. And so, you know, it's those, it's those kinds of, of, of feelings of stewardship, of a sense of mission. Um, mm-hmm. doTERRA has, has multiple missions uh, that we mm-hmm. talk about. Um, you know, some are more personal in nature, probably, some of which we talk about, you know, and to different audiences and so forth. 
But uh, those missions are based, a lot of them, on improving people's lives. And That's on, what I heard behind all of that. Be, you know, from the co-impact sourcing projects that go on around the world, in, in many of these emerging poverty-stricken countries, uh, uh, you know, that, that just gets our hearts and minds uh, in, a, in a really big way because yeah. you, you, you can really make a difference in some places when you bring a market for essential oils as large as doTERRA's is. You can actually go in and do some amazing things. Well, it literally creates an economy that wasn't there before. That's correct. You know, we try to te- teach leadership concepts. Uh, you know, I have my own experience observing other companies. I have various books that over the years have become favorites for me mm-hmm. in teaching some of these leadership principles. But, uh, um, you know, some people use that term servant leader, and, and that's not a bad uh, maybe way to capture it. But, um, you know, it's we talk in terms around here of, you know, treat people like you'd like to be treated. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we try to form a... a a corporate and employment environment where where people are are kind to one another, treating people respectfully, not building kingdoms. You know, as as little on the pol- political side as you can you can get, mm-hmm. and that transitions out to our field, and and we teach them the same sorts of things. You're there to serve your people, and and you know that's what you do is you you serve. It's not about you. Um, right. The worst thing that could happen, I talk about sometimes the bus test. And, you know, if you get hit by that proverbial bus tomorrow, oh, yeah. if myself or any of our other key people here were to be hit by that proverbial bus tomorrow, um, what would the company stumble? Would it hesitate? Would it falter in any way? If it did any of those things, then, then in my estimation, you were doing your job poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, it shouldn't be dependent on you because it shouldn't be about you. It's not about you. It's got to live way beyond you. And uh, we live in a world today where you, you know we like to celebrate rock stars and mm-hmm. and 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 professional athletes and movie stars and and rock star CEOs as well. And mm-hmm. you know your your Michael Eisner's your or Jack Welch's or uh, you know some of these sorts and and. Uh, that's not what we try to build around here. We, we, we have strong leaders, but, but hopefully they're leading by example. Hopefully they're always mentoring others. Hopefully they're, they're not in, in fear or challenged uh, by having people around them or hiring people that are smarter and more capable than them. Uh, mm-hmm. Those are all things that will allow an organization to go on and live on indefinitely, maintain a competitive advantage, honestly, and be a happy place, a fun place, a fulfilling place mm-hmm. to work and to be a part of. Have you noticed that nobody owns the principles? Right. In fact, there, as you and I were talking before the interview, a few of the classic authors out there in the leadership space, Jim Collins, Stephen R. Covey, they didn't invent principles. They repackaged them, presented them in a way that made sense for their particular audience. And I, I think that we sometimes have a tendency toward, I call it destructive pride, mm-hmm. where it becomes about me, and I know all of this. Well, there's, and, there's, there's many leaders nowadays that almost want to see 
an organization falter or stumble when they leave so that they can turn around and say, see, it was me, see? It validates their existence. It it validates their value in their own minds. And, uh, you know, life is just too short. What are you going to take with you? I mean, Hmm. none of us, the older I get in years, the more I realize how short life really is. You keep saying that, David, and and I'm right with you. (laughs) And, you know, I have this gray hair now, and I I have to just stop and say, what are you going to take with you? Mm -hmm. You're not going to take money. You're not going to take things. You're going to take with you your relationships. You're going to take, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the appreciation for beauty, the feelings of love you have for other people. And then it's what you leave behind to bless as many lives as possible. Um, you know, that's maybe yeah. the impact you can have. Outside of that, um, nothing else much matters. It's all dust to dust. Pretty much. <laughs> For the best of us, I think, is, is how it goes. None of us escapes that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I've said that many times. I've, nobody gets out of this alive. That's right. But... At the end of the day, what's the most important? And I think you've summarized it so beautifully. It's really in the relationships. This is so simple. And we make it way too complicated sometimes when we get tied up in. Well, we, we make it too complicated, but also I think we miss the power, the literal power that's there. Mm. doTERRA is not an accident. And right. many other companies aren't either that, that rise from the ashes uh, to become major influencers in the world. Doterra has done what it's done based upon these principles. People do not understand the power that comes behind these principles and, and, and the good things that happen, the exponential results, the economies of scale, all the things that naturally happen mm-hmm. when, you, when, you, when you get inside a human being's mind and you start to help them to feel more happiness and joy, more fulfillment, Yes. more desire, human beings perform at a much higher level that perhaps even they thought they could perform at. Um, if you can maintain that, now that is the key. I've seen companies do that and do that for a, a few years yeah. and then lose it. I see that a lot. It's always a very, it's very sad to me when I observe that. Um, I believe it can be carried on long term, but the only way you're going to do that is by implementing a culture that feeds and uh, uh, develops that, that will go on way beyond yourself. Right. Staying committed to those core principles Principles. that make all of the difference. Yep. Fantastic. We could go on and on. Well, it's, it's a great, great subject. We love to, always love to talk about these things. Thank you so much for sharing your experience. Um, what you've learned from that. If there's something that you'd like to leave our listeners with, some final thought or idea, what would that be? Boy, I, I, I don't know if I have a, a final thought or idea, but uh, maybe, maybe just this. Um, you know, life teaches all of us to be better people, even those that don't particularly have a faith that mm-hmm. don't even want to be better. Life, just because it's the school of hard knocks, mm-hmm. tends to knock off the rough edges of almost everybody that goes through it, even if they have r- really rough, hard lives that involve yeah. prison or whatever else. It tends to smooth people. If you take that as a foundation and now you say, okay, let's, let's, let's 
let's now be proactive about doing those things that are going to build us, build a positive life. Uh, uh, you can you can become and do things and impact so many people uh, for good. Um, it's it's hard to ever quantify the impact of one good person in this world. But the longer mm. I live, the more I realize of that power of one and how really, really real it is. That brings us right back to the theme of the whole show, which is to live on purpose. Great. To do it. You've got a purpose. Tune into it. This is David Sterling. The company is doTERRA. If you want to look at that, you won't have a hard time finding it. Um, amazing principles that we've been able to talk about here today. It's time now, everybody. Go out and live on purpose. Yeah.